Let's talk about hope. Today in this chaotic world, we all need hope. There's a lot of families, a lot of our children, a lot of children, period, all over the world that desperately needs hope. The recent tragedies of this world has caused people to desperately need hope, church. And my prayer is that they call on the very hope that they so desperately need. But many won't. Many won't, church. Many will continue to put their trust and their hope in this fallen world. Many will continue to be let down. Let down. Many will continue to struggle to understand, understand why. Why all the suffering? Why all the pain? Why all the violence, the killings that's in this world? Many will continue to ask the question, why can't things go back to where they used to be? Everything is broken. Everything is torn apart. Even our hearts today. Even our hearts, church. This is a broken world. This is a broken creation. How can we put back together what was destined to fall? What was destined to fall apart? We can't. We can't, church. But I have good news. I have good news. God can. God can. That's the good news of Jesus Christ. That's the good news of Jesus Christ, the one and only one who saves us from this fallen world. The one as Christians we put our very hope in. Our very hope in. Jesus. And we pray that the rest of the world would do the same. Not only in time of tragedies, but at all times. Good times and bad times, church. Our hope lies in Jesus Christ. The name above all other names. But many will continue to go their own way. Many will continue to go their own way and put their trust and hope in the things of this world. Why would we put our hope in something where there is no hope? Why? First John tells us this. Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in them. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires 
pass away. But whoever does the will of God lives forever. Forever. This says, do not love the world. Not the people. Not the people. But meaning this world's system. This world's system. The world's system is not of God. It's not of God. The world operates as if there is no God. And we see it daily. Daily. So if you love the world's system, then the love of God is not in you. It's not in you. Because the world system is not of God, it is against God. It is against God. And the world brings out these desires in us. These desires in us that are not of God. That are not of God. The lusts of the flesh. Our corrupt nature that desires sin. Desires to do wrong instead of right. The lusts of the eyes that are full of adultery. The eyes that are never satisfied. And the pride of life. The boasting in our own arrogance. And our worldly wisdom. Exalting our own selves. These are the sum of evil things in this world. These are objects of sin that are not from God. So these desires, it says, are going to pass away. And along with these desires... This world is also going to pass away. So what is John saying? Do not put your hope in things that are temporary. Temporary. A life in Christ, a life in the will of God gives you life forever. It gives you eternal Life. Amen. Hope, church. Hope is what's needed in this fallen world. Hope. This has been a, a tough month. A tough month for a lot of families, a lot of children, a lot of our children, a lot of our children. We've had the the killings in the Buffalo supermarket. Innocent people. We've had the church shooting in California that killed one person and many others were injured. And we had the senseless killing of our babies that was born, children in the safety of their own school. Safety of their own school. 
Yeah, I said we need hope. We desperately need hope. And then we come home here to our very own community and two of our Eau Claire High School students so tragically taken from us. Also, a woman that's been a pillar in this community for years, for years. Yes, we need hope. We need hope. But our Lord and Savior warns us. He warned us that in this world there will be trouble. There will be tribulation. But in him, there will be peace. That you can find peace in him, Jesus. Peace in this fallen world is available. It's available, church. It's available. In John, a story of hope, Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me. That you also may be where I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's hope. That's hope. That's hope. Jesus comforts his disciples with hope. The hope that will always, that he will always be with them. And us as Christians, we also have that very hope. We have the promise of that very hope that Jesus will never leave us, nor will he forsake us, church. The disciples were troubled because they did not understand why. Why Jesus would leave them to be with the Father and leave them in this crazy, chaotic world. They were afraid. Their minds was afraid because their hope was seemingly leaving them. Their hope was leaving them, and they were afraid, church. They didn't know what to do or who to turn to, or who to turn to. And so Jesus instructs them. Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled. I may be leaving you, but I'm coming back for you. Hallelujah. I'm going to prepare a place for you in the Father's house. And then he gives them the tool of faith. He gives them the tool of faith. He says, believe in God. Believe also in me. Hallelujah. In other words, trust in God. Also, trust in me. Have hope in God. Also, have hope in me. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 
This is why we as Christians put our hope in God and not in this world. And not in man. And not in man. When things get tough, things get hard, man will leave you. Man will forsake you. Man will abandon you. But not God. But not God. God says, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. Hallelujah. That's the God we serve. That's the God we serve, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God says, I will raise you up with my righteous right hand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Depend on that. When you fall, your mighty God will raise you up with his righteous right hand. That's hope, church. That is hope, church. Hallelujah. Isaiah says this. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. The Lord is our strength and our shield. He is our strong tower. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We will trust in him with all our heart, with all our soul. The Lord is our salvation and our rock. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We will not be afraid. We will not be afraid of the things that we see because we live by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because our hope, church, our hope lies in the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The hope is in the Lord. Not in man, not in this world. The Lord is our very hope. The Lord, Jesus Christ. The Lord is our hope. Is our hope. Adults, parents, myself, let us not Lie to our children. Let us not give our children false hope. False hope. When reality of this world gets overwhelming, when the reality of what they see in this world gets overwhelming, Let's not sugarcoat things. Let's not sugarcoat things. Because what we're doing is denying them the truth. We're denying them the truth. Over half of my life, I've trusted in the false hope of this world. In the false hope of this world. There were not many, church, there were not many that would tell me that there was no hope in this world. There were not many that would tell me that there would be trouble, there would be heartache, 
and unbearable pain in this world. There were not many that would tell me there would be failure in this world and many, many, many letdowns in this world. There were not many. There were not many to tell me that there was no real peace in this world. There were not many that would sit me down and say, Ron, son, that peace that you are so desperately searching for, you can't find in this world. You can only find through the love of Jesus Christ. There were not many that would tell me that. There were not many that would tell me the truth. The truth, church. So children and anyone else who needs to know, Jesus Christ is our blessed hope. He is the one that saves us now for our future. Jesus. Jesus is the one that will send us to heaven or to hell. Yes, the devil is real. The devil is real. <laughs> he is the one that will give us strength, give you strength to endure the things of this crazy world. Jesus will give you that very strength, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And only through Jesus can you go to heaven. If you desire to go to heaven, it's only through Jesus, only through Jesus. Jesus tells us, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The only way to heaven is through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as we have our lovely children, our special graduates, with us today, you're about to make an important decision in your life, important decision in your life, college, work, family, the decision, but those are not your most important decisions, they are not, the most important decision of your life is whether or not you have a relationship with God. The only way you can have that relationship with God is by accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The only way. The only way, church. That's the biggest decision and the most important decision of your life. You might not think so right now, but it is. It is. I wish someone had told me that when I was your age. But by the grace of God, I'm standing before you telling you, hallelujah, hallelujah. And in, I know you have all these concerns. School, 
family. What am I going to be? But a life in Christ settles all of that. Settles all of that. Jesus tells us we have everything we need in him. So all of those things that we so concerned about, Jesus will place you where you need to go. Hallelujah. He will give you your very needs. Hallelujah. Jesus is your hope, children. Jesus is your hope. And I pray that Jesus is your family's hope also. Church, we desperately need Jesus. But it starts with us, each individual person. Then we can share that hope of Jesus to others. And it continues from generation to generation to generation. Allow Jesus to be your hope, church. Allow him to be your hope. So many decisions. So many decisions. But there's only one at the top. Only one that can go at the top. So we all have a choice to make. We all have a choice to make. Amen? So as we are reminded through these recent tragedies, the self-destruction of this world, we see it with the war, the torn city, come here and we see it with all the violence here in America. All the violence. We may not be torn in broken buildings, but we are torn within. Within our souls, we are torn. We are a torn country with all of this violence. Violence. And many lose hope. And many may ask the question, where is God? Where is God in this chaotic world? Where is God? Where is God? We didn't ask it out loud. We may be asking under our breaths. See, believers know what's going on. Believers know where God is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, church. God is with you. God is beside you. God is in front of you. God is in you. The presence of God will never leave you. It will never leave you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're not a believer in Christ, God is calling you. God's door is open, church. God is drawing you in. He's offering you that love, that mercy, that grace, that protection that we so need in this world. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. See, if you're unsure about your relationship with God through Jesus Christ, and with 
that you will have an opportunity to accept him today. If you are unsure, unsure whether or not, whether or not of your salvation, you need to be sure. You need to be sure. Because with that salvation comes a new heart. A new heart, church. A new heart spiritually to replace the evil heart of mankind. And we can only receive that new heart through accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. See, the evil heart of mankind is behind these things that we see. The evil heart of mankind is behind all of the violence that we see in this world, all the abuse that we see in this world. The evil heart of mankind, church. So along with that new heart, you receive freedom. You receive freedom. Freedom to live. Freedom to live your best life. Your best life not of this world, but your best life in Jesus Christ. Your best life in Jesus Christ. Jesus frees us from our old nature of sin. Through Jesus, we can be free to love, to have joy, to experience peace and enjoy life. The things that we all want so bad, we can have them through Jesus. Jesus offers us freedom not to be afraid, not to fear, not to fear. The very fear that is taking over this world, that are trying to see, put seeds in the minds of our hearts of our children. Jesus frees us from that fear, church. Jesus. But God says, don't be afraid. He says, don't be afraid. And I know all of us are afraid of something. But as Christians, there, there isn't anything we should be afraid of. God promised us that he will give us protection when there's danger. When there's danger. See, being a believer in Christ, knowing your God, you're not shaken by what you see. You're not shaken by the evil of this world. We're heartbroken, yes. We are heartbroken, but we're not shaken because God has not given us the, the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. He hasn't given us the spirit of fear. Isaiah says this, For I am the Lord, your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. For I am the Lord your God who takes hold of your right hand and says to you, do not fear, I will help you. He tells us who he is and where he is. He says, I am your God. Do not fear. I am with you. And he says, I will help you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
See, that's the protection that we have in a life in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. But however, many will ask the question, how? How? How can God allow these things to happen? How can God allow these things to happen? It's heartbreaking, and it's hard to understand why. Because we see with our own eyes. We see with our own eyes. How can these things be possible when we have the almighty God? The questions that just, yes. And I'm sorry for the families, the children, the communities of this world that has to go through this. And we all will, will see these same tribulations, these trials in our life, church. We all. And I'm sorry for the people that don't understand why. That don't understand why. But it's okay to ask that question, why, God? Why? Even Jesus asked why. During his crucifixion, Jesus cried out, my God. My God, why? Why have you forsaken me? But we know that God wasn't forsaking him. God was saving us. He was saving us. He was giving us the opportunity to receive those new hearts. To receive those new hearts. So one thing we must know, church, is that you know, regardless of what we see in this world, God loves you. Regardless what you see in this world, God loves you. So how much God loves you? God loves you enough to give us the right to make a choice. He gave Adam and Eve the right to make a choice. Adam and Eve, the first man and the first woman. He gave them the right to make a choice. And the choice was be obedient to God's word and not eat of the tree. Be disobedient to God's word and eat of the tree. Obedience to God meaning living a life and choosing doing the will of God which results in good. Disobedient to God meaning going your own way. Away from God. That results in evil. Adam and Eve chose disobedience. They chose disobedience to God. To go against God, they chose to go their own way, which, which resulted in sin and death in the earth, which resulted in the evil heart of mankind. 
And what you're seeing in this world, the abuse, the violence, the hate, the killings, is people choosing to act upon those evil hearts. See, real love always involves a choice. And for us to experience real love, God gave us free will. He gave us the opportunity to choose, to choose. God is not a dictator, church. God would not force us to love him or to force us to accept his love. He would not force us to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. He loves us so much, he gives us a choice. And this world are full of those that made the choice to hold on to those evil hearts. Those people made the choice to not accept the love of God. Those people made the choice to go against the things of God. And those things result in not only spiritual death, but as we see, physical death. The things that are not of God. So no matter what we see or go through in this world, know that our God is still on the throne. Amen. Know that he's still on the throne. He says this in Psalms. Be still. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Hallelujah. He says, be still. Be still. Don't be shaken. Don't be shaken by what you see. He says, know that I am God. Know that I am God, the God who has the power to deliver you from the things beyond your control. He is the God whose power will be seen by all nations, all nations of people. Yes, he will. And we all will exalt him. <laughs> we all will. We all one day will honor him. We all will honor him as the one true God, as the one true God. Stop fighting, people. Stop fighting. Allow God to take his rightful place. Allow him to take his rightful place. Allow Jesus to be your savior and your deliverer, Jesus. So as I prepare to close, I want to leave this scripture with our children, with our special graduates today. We are so proud of you. 
Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, well known, well known. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, acknowledge God. And he will make straight your paths. He will. That's his promise. That's his promise. Know that we love you and we only want the best for you. And the best for you is a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. That is the best for you. We thank you for your dedication, your commitment to the, the community, to Capital City Church. Thank you for your hearts. Your heart of God, your heart for God, and your heart for people. Thank you for displaying what Capital City represents. Love God, love people. That's what y'all represented when y'all were out in the community. Y'all represented God. And y'all represented the love for people. And so I just want to say thank you so much. And I know Pastor Ned... I know Pastor Ned couldn't be here today, but I know he's thanking y'all also because most of y'all grew up under him being pastor. So y'all are well thanked. So at this time, I would like to give anyone a chance.